Do you feel loved when someone tells you they love you? Or when someone actually is being with you in a way that you can feel it in your body? Listen as the gals explore the body, heart, soul, and mind of this question. Come along on the journey with us and find out what's true for you too. Welcome to Holy Fuck. Holy Fuck. Holy Fuck. Two gals on the prowl for enlightenment, sex, and all things holy. Holy Fuck. Each week, beauty alchemist and transformational coach and speaker, Catherine McClellan, and spiritual healer and life coach, Krista Kim, discuss navigating spiritual consciousness in a real human body. Stumbling through dating, relationships, and everyday life, all while maintaining a fucking sense of humor. Hey, Krista. Hey, Catherine. What's happening? Nothing. (laughs) Nothing but the quarantine. (laughs) Nothing but all of our inner process. You know, when you can't go outside, you might as well go within, as the quote says. I think I, oh gosh, when I'm thinking of doing this podcast, I'm like, you know, I know people out there in the world are like really struggling and everyone's having their own process about the quarantine. And I just have been waking up every single day like, I am having so much fun right now. (laughs) And I'm like, this, I feel like I'm on vacation. And the old me, let's just say old me meaning like pre going to USM and having all of these tools, the old me would be sitting in complete terror right now if I was in quarantine and the economy's the way it is and kids not being in school and all the things that we're being faced with right now, I would I would be devastated. I wouldn't be managing my depression or my stress very well. And so I've just been kind of watching myself the last couple of days going like, well, I'm pretty impressed with myself that I haven't gone to those deep, dark places that I would have instantaneously gone to a couple of years ago. I hear you. I hear you. And I do think that it's important for everybody to be a to be aware and to know like there are big shifts going on. And so lots of people are experiencing, you know, ups and downs and sideways and I'll have two great days. And then suddenly I'll have bucket of tears for, you know, a little while. And then suddenly I'll have a different experience. So I think there, there is a lot of validity to every single person's experience. And honestly, Krista, maybe you just deserve a vacation and it's time for you to have a vacation. And I know you're. I think that's part of it. <laughs> I've been giving myself permission right now to like enjoy this time. Yeah. And you're sheltering in place, not alone, which makes that more fun. It sure and, does. And, um, you know, there's lots of things that would make this seem like a vacation. <laughs> and I do know that you could be making this harder for yourself if you decided to be worried about some things that you could be worried about. So I I honor you, I love you, and I also honor everybody's experience because it's so mm-hmm. crazy right now. And- well, because I do have two big experiences going on. It's like I have, come on, the last couple of months we've been talking about me trying to complete the divorce and maybe selling my house and making all of these big life changes. And all of those things got so close and then bam, this stuff happens and it's like, bum, bum, bum. So it's like (laughs) all of that stuff I was working to completely stuck right now. And I could just be sitting here. My tendency, my old tendency would be to sit here and like just dwell on that topic and how do I fix it and what more can I do and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you know what? I can't do anything about that right now. So what I'm going to do 
is I'm just going to sit over here and fall in love. I don't think you're sitting anywhere. <laughs> I don't see, I don't hear any sitting going on. I see lots of other things that are happening. Maybe no, by I'm the pool uh, in the afternoon or something like that. I do have to say we live in a town that it's been beautiful out the last couple of days and it's been sunny and I have a nice house and I have a pool. So if it you know, I do feel like very luxurious and that I get to spend the quarantine in this environment. Had my house deal and all of this other stuff gotten pushed through right at the start of this quarantine, it would have been a completely different story. I would have been, who knows where I would have been living and how I would be experiencing the quarantine. So I'm just uh, kind of sitting back like (laughs) packing, crying over boxes. Yeah. And it could be a whole different experience. So it's so funny, you know, and of course, Miracles always says you never know what's good for you. And it's just like, you're right. You just don't know what's good for you. And I do remember, and probably our main listeners remember the day that you were so upset about the house not selling and just this intuition of like, maybe that's for the best. And then Mm -hmm. here it is like, oh my God, thank God you're not, you would be doing it pretty much alone, maybe with some help, but it would be a much different process. And, and anyway, it didn't happen. It wasn't supposed to complete right now. And it, it is really creating a really sweet and joyful time. And I just want to take a moment, and I know Krista does too, to really honor all the experiences of people and the experiences of people who are have to go to work and have to be on the mm-hmm. front lines of this thing. And, and I it is beyond, and I hate to use the word privilege because on some level, it's not that. It's just what we have to do. Like on some level, in some way, I would prefer to be going out and doing something. Mm-hmm. I know it's a privilege to stay home and I, I am doing that. But on the same time, it's also a privilege to get to serve at this time and, and get to work and get to be there. Now, all that said, I want to really honor all those people that are out in the world doing the things that have to be done. And all the people who have to continue to work because that is what's happening in their lifestyles. I don't want to say in any way that I'm not financially affected by this, that Chris is not financially affected by this, and that everything, we can make it all sound super rosy, but the fact is everybody's challenged here. And we're we're just as challenged and we're choosing to let those challenges be in the realm of not in my control. And so... I will find a way to be at peace with this right now. And it will pass. Exactly. It will pass. And we want to honor every person and every experience and every moment of grief and whoever is losing their people. And like, whoo, this is a huge, huge worldwide experience. And we want to honor all these lives lost and all of this big experience that everyone's having. That said... We are also here to lighten the mood and to be a little silly and to help bring some kind of light to people who possibly are still hanging out, but a little lonely and a little stuck. So, well, and come on, we can only listen to this quarantine news, but so many hours a day. So, Right. And we are know. sensitive to it. We have compassion and we yeah. got, we got to do something else too. And so. I'm having a lot of sex. So let's just talk about that. Let's, no. just, <laughs> let's just talk about Krista having sex. Okay, let's talk about that. But we're not going to talk about that for the moment because what we're going to talk about is safety. And it's such an interesting topic right now. I didn't even think about this when we decided to talk about it. Safety is just on everyone's mind. What are Mm. we, what are we safe? You know, how do we, are we not safe because of our bank accounts? Are we not safe because of our jobs? Are we not safe? Like, 
who determines our safety? We do. do. And who do we give it to? And that's sort of where Krista and I started tonight is, do you feel loved when someone tells you they love you? Or do you feel loved when you feel it, body, mind, heart, and soul, even when they won't tell you? Right. Which, hello, has been what I've been going through for the last week or two. So I think a couple episodes ago was like me discussing, like, I don't know, do I need two men to fulfill my needs? And I like know. how you slipped the word nude in there. Did you notice? Nude? <laughs> Instead no, I didn't. Of, you did. Instead of need, you uh, said nude. And then oh, you were like, well, need. So, you know what's on my mind. <laughs> pretty slope there. She's almost nude. I mean, I did have to put my clothes on to do this podcast today. Thank but God. Other than that. The virtual background been... <laughs> isn't going to help with your bathing suit or none clothes. No. So um, this quarantine has really given me some experiences that I literally would not have happened had I had the world continued to go with the pace and you know me dealing with all the real world stuff that I was dealing with. I would not be having this experience right now with Mister Right here right now. I'm not trying to make light of what's going on in the world, and I'm also trying to embrace this gift I've been given right now. And the gift that I've been given <laughs> is that. He was supposed to take off and maybe go travel for four months. And we were at a place in our non-relationship relationship that we weren't really steady or secure in who we were as people together. And we hadn't really built a foundation yet. So it felt kind of icky to think of him going and traveling for four months. Like we just didn't have the foundation built yet. And so I've been just kind of sitting here in the last couple of days, like in gratitude that we've been given this really concentrated time together to deepen with who we are together. And he's still going to go off and travel the world if and when the world opens back up. When? <laughs> if and when. It but hopefully him and I will have had this, like we'll always have this quarantine time that has kind of solidified who we are together way more deeply than had he just jetted off that one week and yeah into the ethers. You know, just I just want to refer back to a moment ago when you said the gift and you, I laughed. And I, I don't mean to say he isn't and this isn't a gift, but what I could picture was him with like a little ribbon around him. <laughs> That's all. Oh, we've had ribbons, girl. <laughs> yeah, I just had one ribbon and it was it. And uh, anyway, so that's what was making me laugh. So anyway, back to this topic. Yeah. Is and so the gift, you know, ahead. and part of the gift is like over the last week, I've kind of closed down the conversations a bit with golden eyes, and not because it's over, or not because there's not a future there or anything like that. It's just more that as this quarantine was kind of settling in, I was like, I want to just invest this time in Mr. Right here, right now. Like, golden eyes and I, we are steady, we've ha- we have history, we have like. We've I shouldn't say it steady. Out. We've battled, <laughs> we've battled it out. Like it we, out. we know our deepest, darkest secrets, right? We know so, we still care about each other, and we know we still care about each other. So that is solid, solid in its non-solidness. <laughs> well, in its and, friendship and its care for each other, it's not a, a romantic relationship, but it's yeah, solid. I mean, it has friendship. ebbed in and out of that over the last couple of weeks. But I was really getting to this place of understanding of like. I have this opportunity to really deepen with Mr. Right here, right now. Mm. And I want to give us the time and space to do that. And if I'm, I could feel my energy being pulled between the two of them. And 
what I was realizing what was unfair is that I wasn't giving Mr. Right Here Right Now and, and me the chance to blossom. So it almost felt like it was unfair to compare the two relationships because you can't compare a three-month relationship with a two-year relationship. Right. Okay, they're just not on even keel. So part of, and so how can I make a decision between these two people when it wasn't even? So there was this part of me that was like, you know, I know golden eyes. We know who we are to each other. Let me just come over here with Mr. Right Now, right here, right now, and invest in that and see what the possibilities could be. Right. And and Miss and Mr. Goldeneyes. I've done that now <laughs> twice. And Goldeneyes actually gave you a gift also, right? Yes, he did. Um you know, he he finally just said, like, look, you're dating Mr. Right here right now. Just just own it. Just say it. And there was a part of me that was like, no, I'm not dating him. Like, you know, we're just seeing each other. He's like, you're dating him. I'm like, but there's no title. There's no, you know, container for Mr. Right here right now. He's like, you're still dating him. And he's like, so I'm stepping away. He's like, I love you. We're best friends. I'm always going to be there. Call anytime. We can talk anytime. We're just not going to put the romantic thing in the middle of it right now. And my initial reaction was like, when You know, it was like this, it, it hurt a little bit. I want my and two then, men. I want my two men. And, and trust me, I'm sure if I would have said, no, I want you both, and I claimed it even stronger, he would have been like, okay. But I wasn't, I couldn't fully step forward and claim that in that moment. And so I looked at myself and was like, wow, I'm, I'm not fighting him on this. So I was like, okay. There's something in what he's saying that there's some truth to it for me. And so, can I trust that if him and I are ever supposed to be anything, can I trust that him stepping away or him pulling back right now and honoring Mr. Right Here Right Now and me and what we're going through, can I see that as like, what a beautiful, he's giving me a gift. He's giving me the gift of time and exploration. And he's saying like, look, I see how much you're growing and learning. And he's like, I really love who you're becoming with Mr. Right Here, Right Now. So why would I want you to stop that exploration right now? Because he's like, this is interesting. He said, Mr. Right Here, Right Now is benefiting from all of the stuff we've gone through in the last two years. And he's like, so part of me is irritated because we've done all of that heavy, like we've done the heavy lifting and now someone else gets to have the fruits of our labor. And and I I heard a little bit, you know, I heard that. And he's also like, but I appreciate the growth that is happening with you. So I don't want to stop it. Yeah. Cause and he's like, then maybe one day I'll benefit from that. Yeah. Maybe you'll come back, <laughs> but you know, they're yes. Okay. I'll give golden eyes, you know, that yes, maybe there's a little bit that translated from what you and he went through, of course. And I do remember, and our listeners probably remember that you were able to get something from Mr. Right here, right now that you could never have gotten from uh, Golden Eyes. And so, you know, it, it, there was a healing that happened in your consciousness that may or may not have affected Golden Eyes. When he came back, he was different. So, it's a, you know, it's a little suspect to say, you know, who's benefiting from what. The truth is all of you have been committed to your growth, at least you and Golden Eyes, have been committed mm-hmm. to your growth, and you've used everything for your advancement. And now you're actually able to have transformed what was something romantic into something that has longevity and strength because it's a really good friendship on some level at this point. 
and it's standing there for you and you can count on it, right? And it- Which I was so surprised about and I was actually so grateful for. I was just like, oh my God, thank you so much for not running away from me in this moment because I do have this part of me that's like, if it's not going to be full-on romantic relationship, then I just can't be in relationship for you. And so that always felt weird because it never felt right for us to be completely separated from each other. And yet it obviously didn't always feel right for us to be together. So we're in this new place of, okay, can we, can it not be on one side of the pendulum or the other? Can it sit maybe more in the middle and just honor that we love each other, we care about each other, we're like family. And of course there's an attraction there, but maybe it's okay that there's no romantic component to it right now. And that doesn't mean we're broken or that it's wrong or that it never will be. We're just honoring that I'm in a different stage right now. Yeah, and you're allowing what's true to be true, and you're allowing it to come in the package that's coming in right now in the way that that's supposed to be happening. He's honoring it, you're honoring it. And this conversation that we're having today is all about safety, right? It's about, Mm -hmm. do you feel loved? So I feel like you're being loved by Golden Eyes better than you've ever been loved by him. And I'm curious if you feel that way too. Yeah, I think in him saying to me that he is still here for me and he's not going anywhere and he loves me, even though I'm taking a different path with Mr. Right here right now, that all of a sudden felt safe. Yeah. It was like he, he's loving me no matter what my decision is. Right. And, and there's one other component to it, which is that he actually still keeps showing up. So it's mm-hmm. not just what he's saying. Like in the past, he said he loved you and blah, 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 blah. But, what but the actions happen? came with so much uck, you know? Right. And so what did you experience? You didn't feel safe. And so what did you actually experience in your body? Someone telling you they love you, but your body's saying. Well, my solar plexus were always like, like triggered. I just always had that like hardened feeling in there. And I think in the past, I mean, it's like my body always felt those things, but I didn't connect the idea of I'm not feeling safe. And that's why my body's feeling this way. Exactly. Exactly. So now you have Golden Eyes who says, do what you need to do. Maybe someday I'll benefit from this, but it's sure working for you right now. I'm going to go take care of myself. And then shows up and calls and checks in every once in a while and keeps you on his radar. Which is doing the actions behind what he's saying, which in the past hasn't happened. It's like in the past, it's, I love you, but no, I can't be with you because you've hurt me. And it's like, well, wait, if you love me, why aren't you just here and steady? Right. So I don't need to possess you with my love. I need to see you thriving. Mm -hmm. I need to know that you're okay. And I'm going to go take care of myself. Now, that doesn't mean that if you turned around and said, okay, come check me out again, he'd be like, yep. That's because that's what he says he wants, but he's also not making it unsafe by pulling mm-hmm. on you and making you wrong and, you know, all that kind or of. Or guilting me into coming back you. now. Like, you know, if I don't come back now, if I stay with Mr. Right here right now, then I must not love him. It's none of that. And it'll we're, never be anything between us. So choose now, right? All right. Those, so we're expanding that container, which we've never been able to do before. We're expanding into our love doesn't have to go away just because we've chosen for right now not to have a romantic component. Right. And very consciously chosen. And so all of a sudden now, instead of having two romantic relationships, you have two love relationships, Mm -hmm. one of which is romantic and sexual, one of which is 
very caring and loving. So how does that feel? Well, it definitely took a couple of days to settle into that idea and that it could be possible. I mean, you know, my journey has been with this has been going very quickly. I can just like listen to the last four podcasts yeah. and it's like, boom, 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 boom. Every week I come back. Well, now here's the update. And it's like something like the container keeps shifting. But what I've noticed is that my body has finally relaxed and come into peace. And the the moment I knew that I really wanted to invest in Mr. Right here right now is the moment I realized when I fall asleep with him at night, I don't wake up until the next morning. When I'm in his presence, my solar plexus doesn't get activated. When I'm in his presence, I don't get, like my head doesn't feel like cloudy, like my seventh chakra is about to blow off the top and I don't get headaches. So when I'm with golden eyes, in the a past. little bit more in the past and, and even a little bit recently, it's like... Okay. The the activation in the solar plexus is less because I'm not having the same triggers, but the subtle signs of, you know, I'm tossing and turning at night, or I just wake up with these like cloudy, foggy headaches every time I'm with him. Mm-hmm. And I finally just was like, wow, I don't have that with Mr. Right here right now. So in some way, my body's trying to show me something. Well, in a so, very clear way. <laughs> Your body's trying to show you. You know, because Kristen, when you feel safe, your body calms down, your parasympathetic nervous system, you've got endorphins, and sure, you're you're kind of a little bit falling in love. We're all going to just reflect that to you. <laughs> um, but you feel safe enough to fall in love. And that's mm-hmm. the fascinating thing, right? So that's what we're talking about. What creates safety? You know, and I was saying before, like, there were times with um, Mr. Delicious and I where I was totally unsafe with him. And I, I couldn't feel my experience of loving him. And then I was reflecting on the, the day, the morning, I should say, the most one of the most intimate moments of my life when he asked me to marry him. He was so in alignment. And I could feel this energy from him mm-hmm. that had nothing to do with rings or there was no ring. I mean, it was, it wasn't anything. It was just like in this moment, I am clear. I am loving you. And I want you to know that. And there was no part of me that was doing that mentally. It was a full on body experience of, I am safe with this human being. He mm-hmm. cares about me enough to care about my well being, And I sleep through the night with him and I rest with him. And I, you know, all those things that we really that are really good signs of your nervous system is really doing well. Right. And I don't think I've allowed my nervous system to be in that calm place with someone before, because I think I thought, Oh, well that's boring. I must not have any attraction or passion for that person. You know, if I'm just so peaceful and relaxed in the the past, there needed to be more drama. Yeah. But I, I think you've crossed something like you lived through all that drama Mm -hmm. with your last two relationships Right. And and you lived with people telling you they loved you and creating chaos and bedlam around you. And now you have someone who's like, he might not be saying he loves you, but he's certainly acting like it. And so for our listeners, Krista, what are some of the things that you're experiencing that you think bring me bring you into a place of safety? And I, I want to put in Allison's quote here because we meant mm-hmm. to, I think, earlier. Her quote is, or at least the concept is, that... Women cannot actually feel loved 
until they feel safe. So you don't have to buy this hook, line, and sinker, but for Krista and I, this is what we're talking about and exploring today. And both of us have found that this is actually true. And the reason it's coming up for me is because during this really intense quarantine time where Mr. Right here right now, and we've like spent the last five days together and we've never really had that concentrated time together. So we're getting to move through a lot of uh, material, relationship material, partnership material that we haven't needed or wanted to dive into in the past. And part of the conversation is as him and I are deepening and it's like, he's always been very Adam or kind of like dropped the hints about, you know, not using the traditional terms that other people use, boyfriend, girlfriend, you know, all that stuff. And so I've haven't been using those terms with him. And last night I kind of was making a joke about something, you know, with him. I was teasing him about something like, oh, you're like my crack addict boyfriend or something. And he was like, oh, boyfriend, huh? And I was like, <laughs> like, no, I don't I, what, what? What are you saying? What are you talking about? <laughs> He's like, you just call me your boyfriend. And I was like, well, no, you're not my boyfriend. You're just, you know, this boy toy of mine. He was like, mm-hmm. And so he was teasing me this morning, like, uh, you know, it's your boyfriend here. And I was like, no, I'm like, you're not, I know you don't like titles and that's cool. Like, I'll leave all that to you. And he goes, well, you know, he goes, I do have issues with those terms because I feel like people use them too early on. They use the word love too early on. It's like they meet someone and they want to fuck them. And then it's like, they just say they love each other. And it's like, He's like, or they're, they're all of a sudden boyfriend and girlfriend. He's like, why is that? Like, you don't even know the person yet. Like, your your body's maybe in love with them, but you don't even know, you know, what they like to do or anything about them. So he has, he is very slow to use those terms and concepts because he likes to really get to know someone for a while before kind of stepping into that, and. I actually appreciate that about him, and I've also saw myself in the tendency to want to grab onto those titles earlier than is probably smart. And so, with this relationship with him, I have been just kind of more relaxed and not pushing along the titles, the container, the the love words. Even though you know I can be in moments with him where I'm like, oh, I like love this person. I want to like eat him up. But then I go, wait, is that love or is that passion? Right. So he was saying this morning, like. You know, he's like, Krista, we've been spending all this time together, so it's probably okay to use the term, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend. I'm like, I'm like, well, I'll let you do that first, <laughs> like, because I'm like, I don't have the problems, a problem with it, or a, a barrier or boundary against it, and you do. So it just felt safer for him to be the one to kind of step into that first. And to be clear, I'm still not really clear if we'll actually use those terms starting today but i or what they mean or what they mean but i you know i did appreciate him opening that window a bit so what this topic started bringing up is he's still in the mindset and will always be in the mindset of open relationship and i'm still getting you know inside a little triggered by it but the more we talk about it the more i understand about myself is that i've kind of have that mentality of open relationship, but I don't, I, it's like, I don't want to believe it. Well, I, I think something that we were, I was just pointing to Krista that, uh, that yes, you're, you're working with those terms and trying to settle into what that all means. But I think 
one of the things beyond the words that we're really focused on today is what is it that's actually making you feel like, oh, I actually, I actually might be feeling love with this man. I might actually, mm-hmm. you know, because he's not using those words. I mean, for the first time today, he might have said boyfriend, but he's not effusively telling you how much he loves you. He's doing what? That is well, he is saying he is safety. saying like we are spending this time. He's like we're spending this time right now, just like falling in love with each other, and so it it does put out a concept that that's happening, and it's not so that what we're playing around with is like just because somebody says I love you, do you, you know? Just if he were to say I love you, would I all of a sudden feel safe in the relationship or not? And it's like no, I've had boyfriends who say they love me and inside I'm like triggered as fuck and like not feeling safe. And so what I've been trying to, what I've been coming into more peace with is him saying, not having that container, not having the, the monogamy thing. And yet I still feel so safe with him. And so cherished. Right. I didn't mean to interrupt you. That's okay. Cherished, loved, beautiful, honored, He's of service to me. He like just wakes up every day. Like, what can he do for me? So there's right. this like his actions. It's his actions. His actions are what are making me feel safe. And yet, there's this part of my mind that wants the words because that's when I'm programmed to want the words. If you say this to me, if you say you're going to be monogamous to me, then I can feel safe. And so his point to me was, Krista, how many men have told you they were going to be monogamous to you and then went and cheated on you? I was like, yeah, several. And he's like, so. It doesn't matter like what we like why are we going to sit there and promise all of that to each other when that's not always the truth why don't we just behave in that way Right and what's what's interesting Chris about this too is that you know one of men the highest values for men is freedom mm-hmm. and one of the highest values for women is safety so putting those two things together is always tricky right hunters go out and hunt and they need to be free to do that but they need to come home and they need to make babies so you know in all of that conversation how do we stay safe and how do we keep them free so right now what you guys are navigating is this way in which freedom comes of its own accord for him and your safety is cared for because of his being free. And it's not something that you can actually, and this this is really what we're excited about about this, is it's not because there's a title on it. There's no ring on your finger. There's no this, there's no that, which culturally we hold as this has to be, that that's what you need in order to, to be, be safe. safe. Instead, and, and you we've all had that kind of safety, right? And mm-hmm. I do have that kind of safety right now. And until I felt him loving me, I wasn't willing to receive that gift from him. Like it wasn't worth it to me to not feel safe and still take an engagement as now the next step to feeling safe. Like I had to feel safe first Mm -hmm. and then I was willing to feel the loving and the yes, let's be a partnership for different reasons. Then we're exploring something different for us. For you guys, his freedom was so powerful, for so powerful. And in that freedom, he gives you a sense of being safe because he has a devotional way of being with you. He has a loving way of being that your body registers and says, ah, I am loved. Yeah, because it's also, and this is kind of like counterintuitive to my thinking, but it's like, I, 
there's actually a level of safety that comes from knowing that he's free to go out in the world and do what he wants, and yet he's here with me. You know what's so, so funny? It's choice. I love that. I love that. And it is choice. And even in a committed relationship, that person still is making that same choice. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that by how how much they come home, how much they, you know, it's just like there's these different places where these things cross over because everybody has the freedom to be a choice. Because you can just, have the ring on your finger and be married and have five kids and still not feel safe. And your partner's out doing, you know, whatever they're out doing. So we, we've gotten in this mentality of that if we have the box, have the title, have the ring, that we're going to be safe in that forever and ever and ever. And so basically what Mr. Right Here Right Now is saying is like, look, Krista, you and I have both done that a thousand times and it's never worked. So let's kind of think differently about it. And instead of if one of us decides to go be with someone else for a while, why do we have to undo the love that we have for each other or undo all of our good experiences or undo what we be- like like about each other just because the other person's made a, another choice temporarily or maybe forever or whatever. But I really understood what he was saying in that because I was looking at my marriage and thinking like, you know, I had this 70% marriage that was rocking, but because I had this one part of myself that wasn't fulfilled, I then deemed the entire marriage a failure. Something obviously must be wrong with my ex-husband that I don't feel this way about him or something's wrong between us because this part wasn't working for us. It was like in order to shift out of that, I had to make that 30%. Like I had to give it too much power and I just like destroyed everything that was good. It was like everything had to go away instead I, of maintaining the 70% that was good. I swear this is this is one of going to be one of the learnings of this age is that we can transition our partnerships and they have to be partnerships because if they're relationships and we're just fighting over power, they suck and we want to get mm-hmm. out. But if we really partner with our partners, <laughs> if we really partner, <laughs> we can transition the form of our partnership into anything. You could have, and we've talked about this before, but there possibly is more love when you tell the truth about, mm-hmm. you know, 70% of this is freaking working. It's rocking. We've got this household nailed down. You've got this great job. We're raising these really beautiful kids. They're really thriving. Let's not throw the whole damn thing away. Let's mm-hmm. take the pieces that work. Let's get really in in like in bed together without getting in bed mm-hmm. together. Because think about it. My husband had to make me the bad guy because I had this one side of myself that wasn't in his mind perfect or wasn't what he wanted or needed. So I had to become the bad person, even though... 70, 80% of the relationship, marriage, was amazing. Yeah. But because there was this one part of me that wasn't fulfilled, all of a sudden, I've ruined everything. I'm a bad person. I'm a cheater. I'm whatever. And so, I'm learning from that experience, and I'm looking at this new experience, hearing what Mr. Right here right now is saying is that, look, he's like, I'm not going to be able to fulfill every single thing about you that you need and want. But it doesn't mean that I'm not a good person and that I don't love you and care about you and that we don't have all of this fun stuff together. It just means I can't maybe fulfill this one thing. And I was kind of thinking about it, you know, just like a silly example. is like, you know, he, he's not going to lay in bed and watch a romantic movie with me. And then like golden eyes, I climb in bed and it's just like, let's put on some sappy movie and cry together. And it's like, 
And I love those moments with him. But so, yeah. so what? I don't get to like, watch romantic movies with my partner now because he maybe doesn't like those type of movies. So I have to give up something that I enjoy doing. Or yeah. do I go, you know what? He doesn't like doing that. So it's okay that I go and fulfill this other side. Now, where it gets trickier is it's fine if, you know, a partner like likes to go to museums and the other one doesn't, or this one likes to travel and this one doesn't. Like, those are activities that our culture deem as, like, appropriate to go and do with somebody else. It When it comes to sex, people get more tender about it, and that's where I know I get more tender about it. Well, I mean, there's lots of good reasons to get tender about it, and... The question that really was on our mind this morning or earlier was, is love big enough to hold these containers? And I, mm-hmm. I think the truth is, is what whatever we can make safe, whatever we actually want, like I want a platform that I'm building in a very specific way with my partner. That's what I want. And so I'm specifically going after that with him and we are finding our way and bumping up against each other and... <laughs> you know, making sure we're finding our way before we take the next steps and all that. And you're in a different reality, you know, and it's, it's well, I'm still okay. trying to build the platform. That's the thing. It just sure. might mean that I'm like testing out building two platforms and, you know, how much time to spend on each platform. Exactly. <laughs> you know, trampolines, platforms, whatever. That's all I'm saying is love can handle all of it. It's you. That's the question. Can you get safe? Wherever you get safe, because it's actually who you are. Like, I might just be the one who needs two men. That might just be who you are. That's not who I am. As far as Mm -hmm. I can tell, this just really clearly isn't who I am. And that doesn't matter. There's no value difference. It's just this excitement of being able to value what we want, live with what we want, and love is big enough to hold all of it. As long as we can feel safe. When the safety falls apart, it, it, the love falls apart. And it's really going back to these words because if he would have, what's interesting too is like, say he would have, Mr. Right here right now, say he would have told me very early on, a month into our relationship, six weeks, I love you. Would I really feel trustworthy and safe with that? Like, it would have been nice to hear from a romantic perspective. But if there was, if we hadn't had enough solid time to spend together and if we hadn't had time to build more of a foundation, are those words really solid and trustworthy or are they just thrown out there? Well, the, here's the question, though, right? We're back to the same question is when those words are put out there in a congruent way, when your mm-hmm. body goes, yes. So this is what we're really saying is trust yourself that when your parasympathetic nervous system is working and you feel full of flow and grace and joy and creativity and fun and all that, and you rest well and you play well and you eat well and there isn't all this chaos and drama, those are kind of the signs that things are good. And that you're being honored in a way that you feel safe, right? Those are all the things. And when someone's telling you they love you, but all that stuff is chaotic and... But their actions aren't showing it. Right. Now, beyond, of course, we all have our individual issues that show up. um, 
and <laughs> what we do. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes we're not always in our highest self, of course. So we relate to each other from a different place when that happens. But let's just say, what if you do know when you're safe and what do you do know when you're loved? What, Krista? Well, I, well, I was just having this like light bulb moment of like, wow, for the first time in my life, okay, I'm feeling safe in this new relationship and I'm finally feeling safe in that old relationship. And really the thing that changed is me. Right. I'm the common denominator right. in that I changed how I was showing up. I changed in what I was, my level of authenticity and honesty with everybody in my life. I changed what was good enough for me. I changed, you know, whether I was, how quickly I was listening to my body and to these different signs and symbols that I was getting. The people didn't necessarily, well, Mr. or Golden Eyes has definitely changed and updated, but I don't even think I would be able to see his changes had I not settled and gotten really in tune with myself. So I'm not, yeah. I don't know why that was such a big moment of like, oh my God, it's me <laughs> that's changed in this because I'm, you know, saying this, not, and I'm still not even super clear on this is what I want because both men are like, what do you want, Krista? And I'm like, I don't know. And there is a part of me that does know, but is still a little hesitant to say it and um, you know, I said at that one week, I want two men. And then I, you know, went and experienced that for a week or two. I was like, wow, I'm exhausted. I don't know if I can, I, I'm seeing that I don't necessarily fully have the capacity to give everything to two different people. And so it did have this feeling of like someone was going to get a little bit more and someone was going to get gypped a little bit. And I, I realized I didn't like I don't think you like were feeling I, safe. <laughs> Well, I wasn't feeling like I was able to give what I fully wanted to give to someone else. So I felt like I was somehow hurting one or the other. And so I stopped that and was like, okay, I'm going to invest in one direction. And what that is, as I'm investing in that one direction, I'm realizing that I'm able to, like, how could I trust Mr. Right here right now to not go out and just like sleep around town if I'm sitting here on the verge of going and doing something like that? Like yeah. I was having different standards, and so I had to get really clear of like I wouldn't like it if that's what he was doing. So I had to pull back, get back into my integrity with myself. And the minute I did that, that's when all of a sudden the safety really started to settle. I mean, let's be clear, the safety is really just settling in this week because we're having these deeper conversations, and I'm being more honest with him about where my, you know, boundary is so the strangely enough for the woman who wants to one is enough (laughs) (laughs) so it's it's very interesting and this may ebb and flow and this may shift and so you're on a journey of exploration and and why not that's what life is about we're we're on a journey of exploration and one is enough right now and so Mm -hmm. i just invite you to notice the softness the strength the, the calm, the courage, the clarity, all the things that are just simply present with you. When you actually feel loved, it doesn't, you feel loved by Golden, Golden Eyes. Eyes also because he didn't abandon you when you but didn't that's give one all exactly. of a sudden feels like enough. Right. Do you hear he, it? So one feels enough because I didn't have to let go of Golden Eyes to, like if I, if I had to get rid of Golden Eyes to be with Mr. Right here right now, I don't think I could have done it. Right. Because there is a way in which 
you hold all of this as for you as what's necessary. And one of the things that's necessary was for you to be able and allowed to continue an intimate, but not physically intimate relationship with somebody who means something to you. Mm-hmm. This partnership that you've developed with Mr. Right here right now makes space for that. So maybe you do need two men. It's just not two men romantically at one time. Who knows? We're on the road to exploration. We're going to finish this up because this is Stay tuned crazy. for next week. Who knows Stay what will happen by yeah. then? Yeah, <laughs> and check out your own safety, like especially right now. What does it take to feel safe? When do you know you're safe? When do you know you're not safe? And how are you handling that? And reach out and help each other feel safe and give each other what you need. And honor and what your body's saying. Spread. Those little signs and symbols and things that you're feeling inside your body, like honor them as knowledge. They're truth. They're what you're really experiencing. So, spread the love, ladies. All right. Spread the love. Love you. Love you. Bye.